In this week's SME feature, we speak to Dineo Tzamela about her website, Piggy Banker. Dineo, what is the Piggy Banker all about? Um, the Piggy Banker was, I began because I realized that a lot of people sort of needed basic education on finances and personal finance um, without the complicated jargon and, you know, just starting from the get-go, how do I get out of debt? How do I start saving? How do I start, you know, just doing the basic things? So um, the whole idea was that um, you move through a person's financial journey in terms of I'm in debt, how do I get from that position to being an a place where I'm investing and creating wealth for myself. Um, and the whole idea behind that is let's educate you. Let's let somebody who's been through it all, which is me, um, you know, using my personal experience and sort of everything that I've learned from that um, to help people and um, sort of get them to give them practical steps on how to do things. You know, mm. um, I think a lot of the time people just want a step by step guide. What do I do next? What do I do next? So that was the whole objective of Piggy Banker. Mm. Now take us through this uh, personal journey of yours. How did it come about that you go through a personal experience and start off with uh, the Piggy Banker? Well, um, I about two years ago, three years ago, I decided to, um, I had a lot of debt and I just decided to clean it up. So I started a website and a Twitter page just to keep myself accountable and sort of share my journey, but also the things that I was learning, because I figured I, I know I'm not the only person who's going through this. And sharing somehow gave me a sense of account- accountability because I'd have to then pay up whatever it is I said I was going to pay up because, you know, um, it was part of the message that I was teaching people. Um, and so when I realized that the blog, I had a, a, a different personal blog and I realized that wasn't quite enough and this wasn't really what I wanted to do. And I realized the scope of how, you know, how much information is missing out there. Um, Piggy Banker was sort of my first step into venturing into trying to educate people about Mm. their finances and your common people, not people who already understand finance, but people who really struggle with and are intimidated by financial terms. And, you know, how do people who can't conceive, you know, what it means living debt free because they've never known anything besides relying on credit. Mm. You raise the importance of living debt free. In your view, are South Africans grasping onto that type of culture? Because for many years we hear that South Africans are not big savers. Yes, and I think um, a lot of it has to do with the kind of education that's out there. Um, there's a lot more education and accessibility to debt um, and credit than there is to actually, you know, teaching people how to create wealth and invest and save and wait, you know, for certain things. I think part of it, I, you know, I, I, I always struggle when people go, it's instant gratification. Sometimes it really isn't. Um, sometimes it's just that you don't know any better. This is what you've been given and this is how life has come to me, you know, what life means to you. It's mm credit helps me get to A, B and C and no one has actually taught anyone an alternative. So people aren't actually aware that, hey, hang on, you can actually invest money and this is how it actually works. And the whole perception that in order to invest, you have to have tons of money. Um, A lot of people don't know that there's certain platforms that are available where you can invest from as little as 10 rand, 5 rand, 100 rand, that type of thing. Mm. So um, I think a lot of it is just 
educating people, getting them to think very differently about their finances. Mm. On that education side of things, how important is financial education, particularly when you start your first job? Very important. And um, what I do like about a lot of the people who follow my blog is that they are young people. And you, you, I find a lot of varsity students who are sort of, you know, wondering, okay, I'm about to start my first job. What do I do? And, you know, I know that the main advice or the one piece of advice people always go is start um, building your credit record because you might need a house. So people go, oh, credit record, and then they get like 500 accounts and no one actually sits down and says, no, you need to actually save about 10 to 20% of your money. And, you know, just basic getting people into a proper um, financial sort of foundation where investing is important. Um, If I think when I first got my first job and there was that money that was taken aside for an RA and it Mm. used to make me mad because I'd be like I could be in, you know, I could be spending that. I, I could be filling, and people don't actually understand the importance of having an RA. Why that money must be taken out? Um, people just feel like I could manage my finances better, but yeah, highly unlikely. Mm, I agree with you there. Now, the piggy banker is somewhat of a company. How does it operate business-wise, and what are your offerings? Um, well, generally. As piggy banker, it's more content offering. Um, so it's that education and it's going out to people, doing workshops, things like that. Um, actually getting into the whole space of educating people and being sponsored for it. Mm. Yeah. How are you being received so far with uh, such? I mean, it's harsh for especially young ones who just got into a job. The example that you gave of uh, a certain amount being taken for your RAs and how do you connect with such people? How do they receive you? Um, it generally helps to tell my story because it, it it's almost a shock mechanism and people go, oh God, I don't want to be you, <laughs> you know, and um, and telling my story and sort of getting people to go, Ooh, okay, so what do I do to avoid being in that situation? Um, that helps a lot because then people are less inclined to just go spending and obviously there will be those people like, but it won't happen to me and sort of telling them that I used to be one of those people who said it won't happen to me and illustrating you know the ease on which you can actually finance um, I mean invest and save Mm. Um, and I think people react a lot better to um, images so um, a, a very good thing is always to show them how much and show them like in proper figures how much they're losing um, with interest and interest paid on loans and credit cards and things like that once people grasp the actual um, you know get exactly how much it is that they're paying towards these debts it becomes a bit of a shock factor because you like you could invest this and in 10 years it could be that and people start getting a proper picture of how it works Mm. so have you faced any challenges so far in your journey on the business side um Funny enough, my biggest, I think, challenge or the one thing that's been very hard for me to sort of get over is rejection. So obviously there's companies that I'll approach and be like, listen, I'd like to work with you guys, etc., etc." And then they go, oh, no, we don't have the budget or whatever. So it's been that sort of thing, you know, getting people to work with you and the right type of people. And, um, you know, opportunities come, but sometimes you always feel like there isn't really a synergy Mm -hmm. um, between you and that specific company or organization. So 
it's it's balancing that do I just take it because it's money or do I actually want to work with these people and will there be a meaningful working relationship and sort of gauging um those dynamics that has been quite a challenge mm. now what do you make of the current SME space in South Africa having expressed some of the challenges that you have faced um you know I think a small part of me actually a big part of me feels like there is no better place to be right now for a person like me but um, there are still vi- many challenges in terms of, I mean, everyone's always complaining about it, the red tape and how the ease of business. And um, I always say it's the lack of online penetration. And I feel like it's a very, like South Africa hasn't evolved to that level where everyone is online and doing a lot of things online. I mean, a lot of us young people, but I'm talking about the actual, the entire population, people who might have smartphones but don't even know how to use Google. They only use it for those basic features like WhatsApp and whatnot. And how do you get people and um, put businesses on there and get people to actually access businesses and services online using their phones? I think Mm. that would be a very big breakthrough. And it's a big challenge for businesses in terms of getting your name out there and getting the right people to know who you are. What advice would you have for somebody who's wanting to make the jump into the SME sector, be your own boss? What advice would you have for someone like that? Have lots and lots of savings. <laughs> and Relevant? Um, very relevant. Have lots of savings. Um, have a backup plan. Um, and don't, don't be too strict about what it is you want to do. Um, I, I found that taking on little side projects has helped me a lot in terms of getting by because obviously it's not like, you know, I started my business and suddenly the money was flooding in. And it did take a lot of doing little freelance work, not very nice freelance work, might I add, but, you know, it was necessary. Um, Some of the things I worked on were very interesting. Some of them, um, you know, involved me having to call people and get information out of them, that type of thing. So there'll be challenges, but I think it's always best to remain flexible, especially in the beginning, um, when money won't necessarily be coming in hard and fast. Um, remain flexible, keep your options open, Make keep a close eye on your savings as well. Um, because sometimes you look at that big figure and you're like, money might come in and then don't spend your money <laughs> recklessly. <laughs> Brilliant advice. Lastly, where to for Piggy Banker? Um, as I said, hopefully this this next coming year will involve a whole lot of working with um, big corporations to sort of get information and um, education out there, targeting young people, you know, university students, um, also high school students. I think they're very underserviced in terms of financial planning and um, so I'm hoping to sort of do a lot of work in those and community work and you know churches things like that because Mm -hmm. I I really feel that those are the areas where um, people sort of move around and they have money but they just aren't sure how to use it and um, what best to invest it in that type of thing so yeah looking forward to partnering up with an organization and getting you know all that information out there. That was Dineo Zamela, the owner of website Piggy Banker in this week's SME feature.